Belinda Martin sits in her hurricane-damaged home in Callaway, near Panama City, Florida, and listens to the rain. It's hard for her not to get discouraged. Nothing is ever going to be normal the way we had it. These days, she says, she's even afraid of the rain. The rain reminds Belinda of what happened here October 8th. That's when this hurricane, Michael, came roaring ashore just a few miles south of Callaway with winds of at least 155 miles an hour. Sustained gusts were even higher. Despite the mandatory evacuation order that sent hundreds of thousands of people inland to seek shelter, Belinda Martin, her husband Ben, and their 24-year-old son Jackson decided to stay behind and weather this storm at home. I prayed a lot. I mean, it I, was It was too, too busy to pray, too busy to think about what could have happened or what, you know. I ventured out every so often to go look at it and go back in. The family holed up in the safe room Ben built inside his garage a few years back. Ben and Jackson went outside at one point as the eyewall approached. What they saw and heard terrified them. Above the, the roar of the, the 170 mile an hour plus winds came a train. Yep. We both looked at each other and we said, time to get in. The Martins say that tornado came within 50 yards of their house, destroying homes, flipping cars, and killing at least one of their neighbors. There are thousands of stories like this. Russell Delavue kept his family home in Panama City as the storm roared across the coast. His wife wanted to leave, but he said no. She took the baby and ran into a back bedroom as the garage blew completely off its foundation in front of their home. After the storm passed, Delavue looked at the rubble in his small front yard. And so what I'm looking at now is the roof of your garage right over there? Well, well actually, that's not the roof. That's the side of the garage. <laughs> that's the, 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 the left side. As you look at it, the garage is the right side of the garage. Yeah. Uh, the garage door is a little bit further down, and I'm not real sure where the roof is. Jimmy Walker's story is even more horrifying. He heard a terrible noise as he rode the storm out in his apartment on the first floor of a run-down two-story building. We went outside and looked up over above us and everything above us was gone. And there was a lady trapped up there in the room and we had to go up there and get her out of there. And when we got her out of there and everything, then all of a sudden the rest of it collapsed and the roof had caved in on all the people that was in, in the rooms and stuff that was in their beds. Mr. Walker, was anybody hurt in there? Uh, it was the one lady, she got punctured in her in a chest. Like, that's the one that was upstairs that, the, that, 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 that the, uh, she was in the bathroom. And you had to rescue her? Yeah, we had to go up and get her out of there. Cassandra Miller, her daughter and her nephew all rode the storm out in their apartment. It was just loud and you could tell like her glass breaking and things bumping up against the apartment and somebody actually walked their dog outside and it got swept up in the wind. The dog got swept up in the wind. Yeah. Kimberly Alls rode the storm out in her rented house in Linhaven with her three-year-old son, Jeremiah. Did he put down the house? Oh, my. And the neighbor did help us. Oh, neighbors great. helped us. The neighbors us, helped? That's And crazy. the tree fell down on the house. That's yeah. right. Was it scary? No. No? Why wasn't it scary? The dog was in our heart. Who was in our hearts? The dog. Jesus, that's right. It's been decades since this part of Florida, often called the Forgotten Coast, has felt the wrath of a powerful hurricane. Trees had grown tall. Residents had grown complacent. 
Some felt invincible. But for many, like Alonzo Williams of Panama City, that didn't last long after the worst of Hurricane Michael began to come ashore. Did you stay here for the storm? Yeah, I wish I hadn't. I've been here all my life. In this house right here, I said, well, it done made it through a bunch of storms already. And I, I said, well, it, it, it'll probably last us here, but I ain't never seen nothing like this. What, what was it like being in the house? Scary. Real, real, real scary. With memories like that still vivid whenever she closes her eyes, Belinda Martin says she doesn't get much sleep. Her husband, Ben, says at one point they just had to go. We had to leave after a week. So. We were here seven days afterwards. Mm-hmm. Then we had to leave. What made you have to leave? Me. Why? She started having anxiety attacks, chest pains, and passing out. So I said, well, we're going to go. I'm, I'm just in shock that, you know, it's just like, I just can't believe this happened to my city. From here, flying in a Coast Guard helicopter above the storm-ravaged towns of Panama City, Callaway, Springfield, and Millville, the damage is breathtaking. Uh, so we're starting to come into the area of Mexico Beach here. Mexico Beach, ground zero as Michael made landfall. This crew from Detroit is stunned. Coast Guard aviation maintenance technician Brittany McDaniel. Just to see this, the, the devastation on the, the land from up here is, is definitely heart-wrenching. I've never seen a hurricane in person before, so it's definitely uh, quite different to see it in person versus like you know news footage on, on TV. To have the, the smells hit you in the face when you're flying over it and stuff like that, it's, it's rough. But I'm glad that we're here and able to help. Lieutenant Jake Dome is the pilot of this Coast Guard HH-65 Dolphin helicopter. The full impact of this is really going to take a while to sink in, though. To be honest with you, I mean, today we're all we're all just kind of just just in shock, responding to uh, responding to it. You know, doing our best to uh, best to just provide the assistance that we can. I know for me, it's going to take a few days for for this to, to sink in of the magnitude of it. Now, almost three months later. It's hard to tell that work crews have removed more than 16 million cubic yards of debris from Florida and Georgia. There's still such a long way to go. But perhaps three-year-old Jeremiah All says it best when he lifts his little hand and cups his mother's cheek. We're going to be okay, Mommy. He said we were going to be okay, Mommy. He reassured us. Pete Combs, ABC News.